from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Stream it online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Hopefully you have that yet. If you don't, you can go to uh, your app store, and uh, it is there. Just download it, and you can take us with you wherever you go. It is Thursday, August 27th. we got a great show in store for you. Deacon Randy Keel, as always, coming right up with the first and or second reading for this Sunday. A little reflection on it to prepare ourselves. Father Donald Calloway, speaker at the Christ Our Life Catholic Regional Conference, coming up here at 7.15. I had him on, uh, I want to say, a number of months ago to talk about St. Joseph. We're going to talk about St. Joseph again uh, and his book. I mean, this is, I've said this before numerous times. I think it's the greatest work in St. Joseph ever um, that uh, he has compiled together and just so much to draw from in this book. I know one talk, uh, two talks, Three talks or 300 talks at the Christ Our Life Catholic Regional Conference isn't going to be enough for this guy. Uh, you, you, you could legitimately uh, listen to him and, and you know read this book numerous times. I can't wait uh, to talk to him about it again and uh, to give you a little taste of what he's going to be like at the Christ Our Life Conference uh, coming up soon. I'll have some details on that for you as well. Uh, Chris Magruder this morning. Julie Nelson this morning. All right, Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women, now going to preview the 9 o'clock show. And we might talk a little bit Catholic innovation here. I know there's a lot of different organizations out there. or I don't want to say a lot, a few organizations and some nonprofits that are uh, kind of, you know, giving money to people that are coming up with different ministries and ideas in the church. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that if we have time. I want to um, want to spend some good time, though, with Father Donald Calloway today. So we'll see what we can get to in the second half hour. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sowa. And your saint of the day. I'll give it away because we've been talking about it all week, but today's the big day of St. Monica, so we'll talk a little bit about her in the second half hour as well. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Thursday to you. Uh, how you doing? Well, and uh, are you waiting for the weekend? I'm doing just fine. Yeah, waiting for the weekend. What's going on with our Cubbies? Um, they dropped two of three in Detroit, yeah. and they have today off, so that might be a blessing right mm, there. To a not very good team in the Detroit Tigers, so we need to regroup quickly because the Cardinals yeah. are right there. Yes, they are, and uh, got to keep that in mind, and uh, the Cubs will need to regroup. They play a weekend series in Cincinnati, so that will give them a chance to regroup, but uh, 
Yeah, a lot of flaws coming out on the Cubs team. The bullpen kind of blew it last night. They had enough runs, just couldn't hold uh, Detroit. Yeah, kind of a late comeback there. But, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah, hopefully today they rest up a little bit. Uh, otherwise, weekend looking, uh, looking pretty normal. Uh, mowing the lawn and hanging out. <laughs> no, there you go. We're going to yeah. have cooler temperatures. You know, we have that hurricane that yeah. went from a, <laughs> what was it, last uh Weekend, it's oh, it's just a tropical storm that turned into a Category Four hurricane. The highest you can go on the scale is a five, and it made landfall last night down in Louisiana. 150 mile an hour winds sustained. Remember that uh, derecho that went through Iowa? Well, they're getting that and more down in uh, Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas this morning. 150 mile an hour winds sustained and gusts up to 185 miles per hour. So keep uh, the, the folks down there in the Louisiana, Texas area, now Arkansas, in your prayers. Yeah, it uh, I, it's just hit last night, I uh, have been reading. And I know there's some stranded people there um, as well. And so we want to make sure to pray for them. I know some officials have said there's just no way we can get to them now. Um, but Hurricane Laura, I mean, it, it, they said this is going to be one of the worst hurricanes to hit land in the United States ever. So mm-hmm. um, we'll continue yeah. our Do you guys speed. remember Tracy Bonday, the yeah. school superintendent? Yeah. Is she there? The former one? She's living down in that area, oh, yeah. Goodness. So yeah. pray for her. Katie Prejean McGrady, who comes yeah. on the show, lives in St. Charles there in Louisiana, and so I've been following her. She's nine months pregnant, so she's... Uh, had to move everything um, into her grandfather's sure. home, uh, which is many miles away and, and is safe. But, uh, yeah, there's there, it kind of hits close to home with different friends, family members, and people that we know. Absolutely. Yeah, 20-foot so- storm surges uh, going on right now, but the evacuations were in place actually the last several days. But this is a – remember they had two hurricanes going, John, in the, uh, in the yeah. Gulf. and. One came aboard, came on land the other day, and it was just mostly like a, a, a tropical depression, maybe a Category 1, but this one is packing its punch. It got stronger as it uh, uh, came through the Gulf, so uh, we'll keep those folks in our prayers. I'm trying to stay updated on it. All right, sir, and uh, we'll get right to it. Here in Iowa, we don't have that type of weather right now. From the WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwall, currently at the Mercy One Studios, we have mostly clear skies, just a bit of haze in the air left from those California wildfires, but uh, 72 degrees this morning as you wake up, south wind at 6 miles per hour, the humidity at 87%. Today, it'll be mainly sunny. See a little bit of haze in the air, but very warm and hot. High of 95 degrees. Southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear. Overnight low of 74 degrees. And then on football Friday, scattered showers and thunderstorms are possible. High of 93 degrees for your Friday. And the weekend looking great. Partly cloudy, dry both days. Highs in the lower 80s. Well, in the news on this uh, Thursday morning, uh, masks must be worn within Des Moines City limits immediately when social distancing is not possible. Uh, That news came from Des Moines Mayor Frank County, who announced it yesterday in an emergency proclamation. Individuals who do not wear a mask will be given one and not cited, according to the city. Des Moines Police Chief Dana Wingert said in a statement that 10,000 face coverings are being ordered for officers, Des Moines police officers, to distribute. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday, uh, high school boys golf, there was a uh, dual meet out, or rather a, a 
Invitational out at Johnson, uh, 10 teams involved there. Dowling placing fifth at the Johnson Invitational. That was held at the Jester Park Golf Course in Granger. And uh, Mikey Chase tied for eighth, leading Dowling. He was seven over par on uh, for the 18 holes. Major League Baseball scoreboard yesterday. Some of the Midwest teams involved where there were three interleague games. Detroit got down the Chicago Cubs 7-6. to six, uh, The uh, Tigers winning two of three against the Cubs in that short series. St. Louis Cardinals down Kansas City 6-5, to five, while the White Sox defeated Pittsburgh by the score of 10 to three and the american league cleveland down the minnesota twins six to three well tomorrow night high school football the season opener here on iowa catholic radio it's number two dowling at indianola our pregame coverage begins at six thirty. kickoff will be at seven o'clock from indianola football stadium and that is right behind their middle school in indianola so join matt mandring john chido and me for all the action this season right here on iowa catholic radio as as uh, iowa catholic radio broadcast season number 44 uh covering the Dowling Maroons. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, a little bit of haze in the air, 72 degrees, a south wind at 6 miles per hour, and today it will be mainly sunny. A little bit of haze will be with us in the uh, atmosphere, a high of 95 degrees with southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Thursday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are starting off with an accident this morning, East 15th, uh, headed northbound there at East Grand Avenue, so use caution in that area. Otherwise, uh, 235, business as usual, and uh, just keep an eye out for all of the construction that's still going on. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel right now. Good morning, good Deacon. Uh, good morning, John. All right, which one? First and or second reading today? You know, I thought I would end up in the Book of Romans, but I couldn't pass over Jeremiah, so we're going to stick with Jeremiah today. All right, Jeremiah is what we're going to be talking about, and that's the uh, first reading, Jeremiah 27 to 9, for this Sunday. You know, we say so often to people or to ourselves, well, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, kind of as a message of, well, you should have known so, but we say hindsight is twenty twenty because it's perfect vision, yeah. but let's say that also hindsight is is God. It's a perspective of God. We're able to reflect back to the Old Testament and see the handiwork of God. And in this portion of Jeremiah, Jeremiah is lamenting. There are about six portions of the book of Jeremiah where he's lamenting. And this one, I tell you, by the time you're my age, everybody says, oh, been there, done that. Hmm. I have said this to God. I have felt this. What is this, God? A trick? Have you deceived me? He starts out, you duped me, O Lord, yeah. and, and I let myself, what kind of fool am I? Haven't we all kind of gone through one of those days? Sure. Jesus didn't, this foreshadows all the way up to our gospel. We weren't ever promised a life on this earth without trial. In fact, he said, follow me and I'll show you 
what to do with your trials. Offer them up for the sake of everyone else's suffering, and you yourself shall be saved right along with me. And Jeremiah, he's laying this out for us. He had gone through so much, John, in this book of Jeremiah, already up to this point, in the beginning of Jeremiah. He came from a clerical family also. He, wasn't fam- he, was, he was very, very familiar of during, doing the work of Jehovah. He was doing the work of the Lord. In chapter 1, he didn't want the job. In chapter 11, his own friends and family turned against him. In chapter 15, he found himself alone and unable to enjoy things. In chapter 20, which is where we're at, he eventually ends up saying he wished he'd never even been born. Hmm. But what I like about this, this is a man who is processing through his struggles, and he wasn't just self-pity. He was taking them to God. But at the bottom line, he said, and see, he was so familiar with the Psalms already, and he was kind of quoting chapter 13, Psalm 13. He's saying, but there's, and Isaiah also, but there's a fire, no matter how I try to hold it back, I don't want to speak out in the name of God, but there's a fire burning so deep inside of my heart, it's inside my bones, it's like I'm a prisoner to it, I've got to let it out. And once again, he testifies of the work of God himself in his life. What a beautiful example for us to follow if we can just hold on to the work of Jeremiah eventually for the sake of Christ in our life, that the trials and tribulations we go through do not quench the zeal of God that lives inside of us for the proclamation of his gospel. You see in this last line here, it is not Jeremiah's strength that he's leaning on. It is our Lord's strength. As much as he's suffering and going through and and all it is that has come upon him, you know, he says, I grow weary holding it in. I cannot endure it. He, he's almost kind of giving himself over, you see here, to, to our Lord. It's a beautiful form of surrender. Yeah. Beautiful, like like we, we can either grow bitter in those things or we surrender. And you who, know, like there's that phrase that says, we either get bitter or we get better. I like to say, well, we either get bitter or we surrender. Yeah. And when we surrender, it's not unto our enemies. It's unto our Savior. And he knew that here. That was his lament. And he goes through this, thankfully, God has created us to be creatures that have the ability to reflect, recall. Let's not ever succumb to say, well, the past is the past. There's nothing we can do with it. Oh, the past is the past. Oh, Lord, what are we to do with it? We are to use it for the gift that God gave us for the insights in the future of his salvation for our soul. And not to give away too much for tomorrow's reflection on the gospel, (laughs) uh, but, you know, I mean, this leads perfectly, as you mentioned right at the beginning, right into uh, the gospel where Jesus says, uh, you know, unless you... Uh, come after me, take up your cross and follow me. You, you cannot be my disciples. But here we have Jesus that says, I'm going to go first. So while, while Jeremiah, you know, in, in some sense, and Job and others in the Old Testament, I, you know, you could never understand this. Why are you doing this to me? God comes down and actually walks through it in the worst of the worst ways uh, with us. And uh, yes. and for us, which is you know something that uh, no one ever predicted, and I can guarantee you, Jeremiah no. wouldn't have predicted God would do this either. No, and we go through those times where we feel duped. Yeah, but it's, that's our human reaction, and we pray that we always lean it back over toward deity. Would you give us your blessing? I pray for the blessing of Almighty God in the midst of our trials and sufferings, and the things that we don't understand, that we would offer our minds, hearts, souls unto the understanding of the mystery of Christ himself in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, 
Amen. Deacon Randy Keel. Have a great weekend, Deacon. You too, John. Love you. Bye-bye. All right. Talk to you soon. Father Donald Calloway coming up here at 715. He is a speaker at the Christ Star Life Catholic Regional Conference. Going to talk about St. Joseph. We'll give you all the details. And Father Donald will join me right after this. Julie Nelson coming up right after him as well. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Thursday, August 27th. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Uh, you know, they support us here in Iowa Catholic Radio, and they have been for a while, but they support us because they know the difference that Iowa Catholic Radio is making. Yes, they've uh, seen it firsthand in their own marriage and family, the Pew family. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, listeners for a long time, and serving families all across central Iowa for a long time as well, with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Howdy folks, this is Jimmy Aiken from Catholic Answers Live, and it's very important that you support your local radio station because it's only your local Catholic radio station that makes it possible for you to hear wonderful programming like Catholic Answers Live and all of the other great EWTN shows. So please help them out right now and be generous. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Twenty-nine days, twenty-three hours, forty-five minutes, and fifty-five seconds. That is the countdown to the Christ Our Life Catholic Regional Conference. I only know that because it's uh, showing up here on their website, which is very slick, by the way. 
Uh, and I'm really excited about it. I hope you are too. It's going to be a fun uh, conference as always. And, um, you know, a little different this year, of course. But nonetheless, it is going to be a life-changing experience, September 26th to the 27th, Wells Fargo Arena. One of the speakers that is going to be joining us there, none other than Father Donald Calloway. Welcome back to the show, Father. Hey, good morning, my brother. Thanks now, for having me. Now, how many times have you been to Iowa? Um, I think I've been there about two or three times. Yeah, yeah. a couple times. And where are you out of? Uh, Steubenville, Ohio is where I live. Now, when did you move to Steubenville? Because I know you started in California, correct? Yeah, well, I grew up out there. Right. And, uh, yeah, so I've, I've actually been living in Ohio now for over 10 years. So it's, it's, I've been there for a while. Now, uh, do you, do, uh, do you kind of work with the university at all? I mean, I would think maybe they might put you to work up there. <laughs> well, a little bit when, when I'm there, but I travel so much, um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I'm on the road so much that uh, I used to be there more, um, but now not too much, not too much. What's life been like for you uh, during COVID? Oh, well, I grew a beard. <laughs> 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 I had no social commitment, so I said, hey, why not? So I, I grew it out, and uh, it's got a little more gray in it that I wanted, but uh, oh, well. You've got a, a great story. We've talked about that on the show and highlighted it. Um, you know, your your mother kind of prayed you way into the faith, correct? That's right. Yeah, I got my own Saint Monica. I, I was going to say, I mean, holy woman. What, having you on today, this this day, Saint Monica's feast day, has to mean something to you. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, in one of my books about my conversion, I there's a chapter called Saint My Saint Monica, where mm. I talk about my mother because her prayers were powerful for me. Now, is she still alive? Oh yes, very much so. Yeah, they're doing they're doing great, and uh, she's still a powerhouse of prayer. And uh, I, I love her so much for all she did for me. What was it like for her to see you uh, convert like this? Because you know, Saint Monica never really saw Augustine convert. He told her, and she died just a few days later, saying, "Basically, my work here is done." Yeah, I mean, it's an extraordinary story, and you know, um, a lot of people I think need to hear it because I. I continue to meet so many mothers that are praying for years and years and years for their children. And, you know, sometimes you don't see the effects immediately, but, but God has a plan. And, and I think that, you know, that it's a message of hope for us to, to keep those prayers going. Don't give up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, not just St. Monica, who you've written about. You've written about a lot of saints, but uh, I don't know, besides Our Lady, if there's one more important than St. Joseph. And I've uh, said numerous times, Father, including to you, that I think this is the best piece ever put together um, uh, on St. Joseph. That just, I mean, it took you how many years to write this thing? Yeah, it took me three years to do the research, the writing, wow. the translations, commissioned artwork. So. Yeah, it was a labor of love, but um, yeah, the impact now is just huge, brother. I mean, it's just the whole world's eating this book up. It really is. I mean, how many have sold? Uh, oh, it's only been out uh, seven and a half months. We've sold over 150,000 copies. Unbelievable. Yeah. And that's just not here in the United States, as you said. That's all around the world. Exactly. And that doesn't include the ebook or the audiobook. Those are also available. So we're, we're talking probably, you know, probably a quarter of a million people have, have have the book in some form. When did you come to the conclusion, you said, I, I, I want to put this together for St. Joseph? Well, yeah, it was about four years ago. You know, I was just seeing such an attack on the family, um, with people confused about what marriage is and all this stuff, and I thought, man, we really need a good, loving, strong father, and I thought, well, who better than the head of the Holy Family, St. Yeah. Joseph? And so I said, 
now's the time to bring him on the stage in the battlefield and and yeah, it's it's proven to to uh, you know be true, and and people are being renewed as a result. And your religious order again? Uh, the Marian Fathers, yeah, mm-hmm. founded in Poland in the 17th century, and uh, we have several houses in the United States. Now, do you you know when you get an idea like this, uh, you know, I want to write another book because you've written several, uh, one on the Rosary mm-hmm. as well. Do you have to go to your superior and ask? Because I mean, that's quite the time commitment. It is, yeah, and and you know. I had a ton of other things. I, I mean, I'm wearing so many hats, it's ridiculous. So it's not like I was doing anything else. I mean, I had a lot going on and still do. So there were times when I wouldn't write too much or be able to do too much. But, you know, that's partly why it took three years, because I, you know, I've got so much else going on. <laughs> yeah. Do people approach you or uh, publishers approach you and say, we, we want you to write this, this book or that book? Um, that's happened, yeah, for sure. But, you know, sometimes in the religious community, we generally publish through our own religious community so that we can support, you know, our community, because we have a ton of seminarians we have to support. So um, I've been approached by other presses, but generally I have to turn them down because I have to do it through my own community. Yeah, one of the things that I think is so neat about uh, you and the Marian Fathers is all of the proceeds go to supporting uh, your religious order, which is awesome. It makes me want to buy two of your books rather than just one. Mm -hmm. What's the title of your talk at the Christ Our Life Conference? Yeah, so the title is the same title as the book. It's called Consecration to St. Joseph, and uh, it's going to be awesome, brother. I can't wait to give that talk. I want a little uh, snippet here of what does consecration to Joseph look like? I know Mary, consecration to Our Lady, but what does that look like for Joseph? Yeah, it's very similar, you know. um, So we unpack um, his titles, his privileges, his wonders. Uh, We use the litany of St. Joseph kind of as the template. It's a 33-day program where uh, we do readings, and we pray the Litany of St. Joseph every day. You learn about what saints and popes have said, what apparitions he's appeared in, shrines of him around the world, all that good stuff. And by the end, you're like, wow, I mean, I want St. Joseph in my life. I want to be his spiritual son or daughter. Um, and yeah, it's, it's tremendous. It really is. Um, spiritual attacks of uh, yourself when you were writing this book. I mean, I have to think mm-hmm. the devil didn't go quiet. Oh, man, let me tell you, I had no idea how much the devil hated St. Joseph. <laughs> so, yes, I was under assault on so many different levels, and wow. there was even a time I didn't think the book was going to be published, and um, I was in a torturous agony over it. But um, God be praised, everything came to, to, to fruition. Your favorite title for St. Joseph? I know you mentioned a lot. Oh, The Terror of Demons. There it That's is. the money title right That's there. That's it. That's <laughs> it. You could have titled the book on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe version two, or volume two, I'll call it that. St. <laughs> Joseph, Terror of Demons. Why do we call him the Terror of Demons? Well, because, you know, he saved our Savior from Herod. You know, when, when, when the life of our Lord was under threat, um, he took our Lord for safekeeping to Egypt, and so our Lord is eternally grateful for that, for saving him from Herod, and the devil knows that and is terrified of it because he knows that, just like Our Lady, when St. Joseph asks something of Jesus— Jesus hears it coming from his Father, and consider it done. The devil is terrified of that power. And uh, St. Joseph was um, introduced or uh, inserted into the canon, I believe it was 2013 by Pope Francis for, for at every Mass. Is that, Do I have that right? Yeah, so initially um, he was put into what's called the Roman canon, Eucharistic Prayer 1, in 1962. Okay. 
Um, and then it was, you're right, it wasn't until 2013 that his name was put in all the other Eucharistic prayers. So now he's in every single Eucharistic prayer, which is wonderful. Yeah, I I, I just love that. And uh, I know the Holy Father sees the power and the intercession of St. Joseph as well. And I want to make sure everyone knows this is not just for men. Now, I know, you know, he's, he's uh, in a lot of ways, you know, uh, men see him as a great model for themselves because mm. they are fathers, uh, many of them, they're husbands, many of them. Uh, and draw from his attributes. But um, this is not just for men. I mean, women can see in St. Joseph someone, uh, a, a powerful intercessor and someone really to look to in times of for strength. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, just like Marian consecration isn't just for women, you know, everyone needs uh, a mother. And so that's who Our Lady is for us, is her spiritual children. What's well, the same with St. Joseph? Just like our Lord needed him um, in that household of Nazareth, well, he's offering them to us, too, just like he offered us uh, his own mother. And so, yeah, uh, the consecration of St. Joseph is for everyone, men, women, children, everybody. And I think you're giving not just one, but two talks. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Um, and also, I think I'm doing something right before the Chaplet of the Divine Mercy. Awesome. Um, I'm really looking forward to this conference. I yeah. think it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, friends, I want you to go to ChristOurLifeIowa.com, ChristOurLifeIowa.com. There are two options. It's a Saturday and Sunday conference, September 26th and 27th. Uh, you can either go online and um, you can stream it live as it's happening, or you can go in person. Of course, they're uh, limiting the number, but uh, we have plenty of tickets still available for you to show up at the Wells Fargo Arena. Otherwise, um, if you decide you would rather uh, be at home, uh, watch it maybe with your family, you can buy a ticket online and uh, stream it with us. Whatever way, I just hope you're able to participate in this conference one way or the other because it is so, uh, it, it's a life-changing experience. I mean, it just is. And I, you hear it from so many different people. You get speakers like Father Donald Calloway here that are going to come in and just uh, really, I, I think, blow the roof off this thing. Father Donald Calloway, speaker at the Christ Our Life Conference. God bless you, man. Would you give us your blessing? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, pour down your graces and mercies upon all the listeners, their families, especially praying for the people right now in Louisiana and Texas for their safety. We ask this to the powerful intercession of Our Lady and St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father Donald Calloway. Have a good one, all right, Father? Thank you, my friend. God bless you. See you you soon. Uh, Let's go to Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Hi, Julie. Good morning, John. Good morning oh my to gosh, you. I am so excited for Christ Our Life after listening to your interview. Oh, I can't wait. I Father cannot Donald. wait. And I know uh-huh. a couple talks there from him and you know, Saint Joseph, I, I'm I am going to be on the edge of my seat for those because there's so much information there. It, there is. You know, he we were able to get him on our show during COVID because he wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're gonna rebroadcast that next week Good. on uh, on our show, so his interview. But uh, today we have Father Patrick Bame showing uh, coming on with us. He's from, he's a priest from Carroll, Iowa, and he's the chaplain at Kemper High School over there. And uh, he's he's just full of enthusiasm for enthusiasm for the faith. And he's talking about how to keep your kids Catholic. He's got some great ideas and great encouragement to parents out there who are probably maybe feeling a little discouraged right now with the situation, but. He um, he has a lot of wisdom to share, especially with his work with uh, teenagers all day. That's coming up at 9 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. You can check it out via podcast as well. Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder, co-hosts of Catholic Women Now. Talk to you soon, Julie. All right, John. All right, coming up, second half hour. Uh, I, I 
I am going to have time for this now, but the Holy Father, um, Pope Francis, has introduced a new path to sainthood. Now, this was something that was done a couple years ago, but it's really been kind of uh, hashed out now, and I think uh, it's something we should share and and know, come to know. We're going to know and learn all about it coming up here in the second half hour. John Lenetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show, Residential Reroost, for 30-plus years now. A man who knows that above business is faith, and a man committed to running his business on those Christian values. 515-963-4494. That's 515-Residential Reroost, by the way, 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake. For you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to distribute to them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, My master is long delayed, and begins to beat his fellow servants, and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour, and will punish him severely, and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Regardless of how advanced and sophisticated we think we are, there is still only so much that we as limited human beings can know. With humility we realize that and don't take for granted what we think we know about when the Lord will come. Instead, we live out the faith that He's given us day to day and even second to second, as if He will come at any moment. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Leonetti, the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. For centuries, the Catholic Church has declared many different holy men and women to be saints 
through a legal process known as canonization. Traditionally, there's just two ways, uh, routes that you can go down, confessor or martyr. But there is a third one that the Holy Father has introduced uh, a couple of years ago that has been shored up and it is ready to go. Uh, We'll have that for you coming up here soon via Catholic News Agency. I thought they put together a really nice piece explaining it. We'll get that out there coming up here in the second half hour. I didn't know if I'd have time for it, but we do have some time for it. So sounds good to me. I did spend a little extra time with Father Donald Calloway. Hopefully he got you pumped up for the Christ Our Life Conference. Uh, I know he does me, and and I can't wait to hear him. A couple talks there, and uh, he's just going to be a great presence there for us uh, in the name of St. Joseph. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. You there? I sure am, Mr. Leonetti. There he is. There he is. Waiting for you. Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, right? That's Thursday. We're here. (laughs) We're all here. Yeah. Yeah, we're all here. What's, what, you're going to be training now. You got a uh, big golf meet on Monday. Catholic Charities at Echo Valley, eleven o'clock. Uh, you got to be training for that. Your your bike ride and getting some lawn mowing in. What's what's going on? I got a lot going on this weekend. Yeah, that's that's about it right there. But I, you know, I cut the lawn extra prep- short on Monday uh, because of the lack of rain. <laughs> I might get two weeks out of it now. See, I'm always thinking ahead, man. I'm always thinking ahead. Oh. John, it's been in the 90s this week. That that lawn's not going to come back. I don't think you, it's going to come back for a couple. A, there's weeks. a reason why you're not a green. There's a reason why you're not a, a greenskeeper and landscape business. You just burnt your lawn yeah. because you decided you didn't want to do it every week. I know Five Sons oh Naturescapes is probably uh, turning around in their seat here, but we'll uh, we'll see. I, you know, it'll it'll come back eventually. But uh, I figured, you know, I might give myself a week off. Now, the hurricane that's going through Hurricane Laura, uh, it has it it has yes. lessened to a Category Two um, as it hit. In I, I know when it hit, it was a Category Four. About forty miles in, it has now come down to a Category Two. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. it it hit hard. It did, and uh, I saw the wind uh, speeds at Lake Charles. They had Lake Charles, and I think they had their airport down there, and it was right around 140 miles per hour sustained, and they've had gusts up to 180 this, this morning. But it is moving inland. It's down from a Category 4 to a Category 2, but it's making its way with the rain, the tornadoes that come with it, the severe lightning, all that stuff comes with a, those sustained winds, and it's making its way uh North and it'd be going through Mississippi, obviously Arkansas, and then uh, Tennessee. So a lot of rain on the way for those folks. I know uh, Lieutenant Governor Billy uh, Nungesser said um, that we know anyone that stayed that uh, that close to the coast, we've got to pray for them because looking at the storm surge, there would be a little chance of survival. So I know today they are going to be going correct. through and um, you know again rescuing and helping those that have been calling and in great need of help. So we'll continue to pray for them. Absolutely, and uh, that uh, it's, it's packing a lot of uh, packing a lot of punch. Not only with the rain and the sustained winds, but also with all the other devastation, power outages going on. They won't uh, be out of power for quite a while. So, yeah, and then the rescue operations that'll continue yeah. once the it's safe for the rescue operators to get out there and uh, uh, check on these people. That's it. 
All right. Well, you keep up the training, Mr. Uh, Leonetti. Big match on Monday. I'll you know, I, I want to hear how this goes. I we're, we're yeah, <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Where's my over under chart? Yeah, I yeah. got zero. That any of your, zero. your shots they'll use. I'm hoping I can make a putt. I, I'm talking about shots. I'm not talking about putts. Oh, Everybody okay. can get lucky putting once in a while. I'm talking. I'm talking about off the tee in the fairway. That's where I'm. That's where the pool's about. So Maybe I'll get lucky zero. in a par three. There you go. That's, that might be your only hope. And there's only a few of those on uh, on that beautiful course at Echo Valley. That so. is true. All right, my friend. You uh, you keep up the the, the preparation. It's all about preparation, John. We talk about uh, preparation in the Catholic Church, preparing for Mass and all that. you got to prepare, too, for this event. That's the way it works, isn't it? Always prepare. <laughs> exactly. All right, right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have mostly clear skies, a little bit of hazy conditions still remain, 72 degrees, south winds at 6 miles per hour, the humidity up there, humidity at 87%. Today it'll be mainly sunny, some haze in the uh, atmosphere, a high of 95 degrees, so very warm here in central Iowa today, southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight mostly clear. Overnight low of 74 degrees, and then tomorrow on football Friday, we do have a chance of scattered storms throughout the day, including around game time is what they're saying now. High of 93 for your Friday. Saturday and Sunday looking great as the cold front moves through, partly cloudy and dry. Highs in the lower 80s. Well, in the news on this Thursday morning... Masks should be worn within the Des Moines city limits immediately when social distancing is not possible. Des Moines Mayor Frank County announced that yesterday in an emergency proclamation. Now, individuals who do not wear one will be given a mask and not cited, according to the city. Des Moines Police Chief Dana Wingert said in a statement that about 10,000 face coverings are being ordered for Des Moines police officers to distribute. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday, boys golf, Dowling boys placing fifth at the 10-team Johnson Invitational. That was held at Jester Park Golf Course in Granger. Mikey Chase uh, uh, led Dowling. He tied for eighth. He shot seven over par for 18 holes. Major League Baseball scoreboard yesterday. Some of the Midwest teams involved. Well, the Cubs dropped two of three to Detroit as uh, Detroit defeated the Chicago Cubs last night in the final game of their three-game series. Seven to six Tigers over Chicago. The Cardinals defeated Kansas City 6-5, to and the White Sox de- beat Pittsburgh by a score of 10-3. to In the American League action, Cleveland down the Minnesota Twins 6-3. to Tomorrow night, we'll have the season opener of the high school football season right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, as it'll be our 44th year of covering Dowling Catholic High School football. And the preseason-ranked Maroons are ranked number two. They're at Indianola tomorrow night, pregame at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock from Indianola Football Stadium right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join me along with uh, Matt Maindring and John Chidle for the call all season long. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, 72 degrees, some haze in the atmosphere, a south wind at 6 miles per hour, and today it'll be mainly sunny, a little bit hazy, a high of 95 degrees with southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. 
and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Accident free as we continue with that drive this morning, 235. No issues to pass along there, no major delays, just lots of construction to keep an eye out for as you are making the rounds. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. She is an emblem of patience and of trusting our kids to the will of God, St. Monica today. She was born in North Africa to Christian parents. Despite their Christian faith, Monica was promised in marriage to a pagan man, Patricius. Patricius was a complex man. He had a wicked temper, and he looked scornfully on Monica's charity. But he always respected his wife. Monica's Christian witness eventually converted her husband to Christianity just a year before his death, which was a miracle in itself. Along with him, her mother-in-law converted too, who was not very kind to her. Monica, she was after she converted. Monica had three children, the most well-known of which was Augustine. Augustine's search for meaning took him far outside of Christian morality. And Monica yearned for the conversion of her son. Now, initially... She forbade him to live with her or to eat with her, to even see her. But after receiving a vision, promising that Augustine would eventually be converted to Catholicism, she relaxed those restrictions. She prayed and fasted for her son every single day and followed him across the Mediterranean into Italy. She even moved in with Augustine and his girlfriend. She wasn't invited, she just moved herself in. Years later, she witnessed her son's baptism by her spiritual director. St. Ambrose of Milan. Shortly thereafter, she told her son that she had accomplished all she wished to in life. She died just a year later. We ask today, St. Monica, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the Saint of the Day, a deacon here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 224-1776, that's 515-224-1776. I suspect there are some St. Monica's out there listening right now. And those of you that are praying for your kids to come back to the faith. A couple things. Number one, remember, and we talked to Adam's story about this earlier in the week, God wants them back more than you. You know, we, we don't have to try to save the world. Jesus already has. Now we pray and we intercede for uh, those people that we love to come back to the faith. And maybe it's not a, a child, but maybe it's uh, a husband or a wife or an aunt or an uncle maybe even a parent or grandparent. And we pray for them. We intercede for them. We also fast for them, hopefully. God hears our prayers. St. Monica is a great example of that. All right, coming up, I'm going to explain the uh, new leg when it comes to the canonization process. Traditionally, there's just two uh, can, uh, categories, legal categories of holiness for a uh, candidate to sainthood. Pope Francis introduced a, uh, a third, and this happened just a couple years ago. We'll have this for you coming up right after this. I think it's all shored up now. There's a great piece that was put together, Hannah Broca on it. Figured it'd be a nice segment to be able to share with all of you. John Lee, 90 in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Don't go anywhere. Thanks to Blessman International for underwriting this show. Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman, founding 
Busman International in 2001, a Christian faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of the impoverished children and families in the South African province of Limpopo. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Your Diocesan Minute is right now. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, August 27th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. St. Catherine of Siena Parish near Drake University is the home of the Catholic Deaf community. Sign language is available every Sunday at the 10.30 a.m. Mass. Sign language is also offered at St. Francis Parish in West Des Moines on Sundays at the 9.30 Mass. Priesthood Sunday is one month from today on September 27th. Sarah Club members are encouraging Catholics to send cards of appreciation to priests as a way of thanking them for answering their vocation call. Priesthood Sunday is a nationwide event sponsored by the U.S. Council of Sarah International, an organization of laypersons affirming priesthood and religious life. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Diocesan Superintendent of Schools Donna Bishop and St. Pius X Principal Mary Jo Kiever. They'll talk about returning to the classrooms this fall in these times of COVID-19. They'll talk about the diocesan plan for safely social distancing, sanitation, and more. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr Wednesday mornings at 10 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Thank you. Yes, indeed. To Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Continue to mark your calendars, friends. Uh, a lot coming up. we got the Christ Our Life Conference, 26th and 27th in September. Mark your calendars for that. Go to ChristOurLifeIowa.com. As we said, interviewing Father Donald Calloway earlier. He did a great job there. And uh, following, right after that, for the entire week, is going to be our Carathon. So make sure to prayerfully consider supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. This needs to be, I'm going to call it our biggest one yet. I I just think that our listeners are going to come through. I've said that, and I truly believe that. I've seen and heard from you. I know many of you value this radio station, and um, the generosity, it just always comes through. 
So you can check out uh, iowacatholicradio.com. We're still in need of some matching gifts. So if you are one that can give a $500 match for a particular hour, you'll match anything up to $500 or $1,000 or maybe even more. Uh, I've seen some $5,000 matches for an hour. Uh, We try to get those. So whatever you're able to give, maybe you're able to give a match. That goes a long way to help us out too. Hannah Brokaw put together a uh, great piece that uh, highlights the new path to sainthood, uh, what is called the Offering of Life. Uh, this was began in 2017 by Pope Francis when he introduced uh, this third option, and I know the Congregation of the Causes of Saints has been working on it, and um, it's really kind of molded itself and put itself together now. And I explain this, and Hannah does as well in a great way, uh, that for centuries the Church declared the holy men and women to be saints through a strict legal process known as canonization. But there were only two, uh, two routes or legal categories, the church calls it, two of holiness that a candidate of sainthood fit into. Those two were confessor or martyr. Confessor or martyr. Now, traditionally, um, if you were martyred, killed for the faith, uh, because of someone hostile to the faith, um, you would not need a uh, miracle to be beatified, which is the second to last stage to canonization. We call them blessed. Uh, if you were mar- if you were not martyred, excuse me, you would need um, a a second miracle. Now the Pope does have the authority to waive that, and I believe he did with uh, Saint John the Twenty Third. Uh, it, I, I, I don't have my notes here on this, so I can't, don't, it's not a guarantee, but I believe that he waived one of two miracles, which again, the Pope, the vicar of Christ on earth has the, um, authority to do, but traditionally, and for most, I mean, I'd say 99.9%, uh, after this process was introduced that were not martyred need two miracles. Uh, in 2017, as we said, Pope Francis introduced the third option, uh, and the church has worked it out, offering of life. And the Pope defined this new category of Christian life as the experience of premature death due to the offering or sacrificing of one's life out of Christian charity. He wrote this, quote, They are worthy of special consideration and honor, those Christians who, following in the footsteps and teachings of the Lord Jesus, have voluntarily and freely offered their lives for others. The fact that after many centuries, a new road to beatification is introduced is certainly interesting, Jenny Ponzo says, a researcher studying canonization. She said, quote, at a minimum, it introduces a change to the models of sanctity that are put on the path to canonization. Now, before Pope Francis's change, as we said, the church's tradition since the fourth century, so this goes all the way back to the fourth century, to find those two paths, uh, which is the last step before being declared a canonized saint. And uh, confessor is someone who lived the virtues to an exceptional or heroic degree. We'll say heroic virtue is the way I've always, uh, I've always referred to it. And that would have to be sustained for a 10-year or more period of their life. And then martyr, someone who died in faithfulness to God at the hand of a persecutor acting in hatred of the faith. The case of the offering of life and the causes for the canonization of the saints is, quote, the threshold of self-sacrifice, Ms. Ponzo wrote. Two categories, martyrdom and heroicity. I can't pronounce the word. I've tried. I said, surely I'll get it right during the show. No. 
I, I can't say it. I can't. No, I, I've tried. I even tried saying it to my wife. She pronounced it perfect three times, and I gave up. Uh, but the uh, this is uh, the the two models, um, and again, go all the way back. But this new change, a model uh, which is um, which is of self sacrificial love or giving one's life in premature death, is now here, and it's here to stay. So that third path. Good stuff. All right. That puts the show in the books. Live from the Mercy One studio. Be back on tomorrow. My goodness, this week flew. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father come down upon all of us, protect us from evil, and bring us to his everlasting life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Herosity. Is that right? Herosity. Herosity. Okay, I said it right. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today, friends. I'm John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land Where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.